0: Welcome to the New Music Podcast. We've got your two regular jack-offs from upstate New York. My name is Patrick.
1: And I am Kyle.
0: And we have a very, very exciting guest with us, also named Kyle. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself, buddy?
2: Hey, how's it going? I'm uh, Kyle from Brand of Sacrifice and uh, Earth Shatter.
1: I'm pretty hyped. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty hyped. I'm pretty
0: hyped. All right. So how how's uh how's life been uh since you got off the last tour?
2: Really good. I've just been kind of catching up on sleep. Uh you don't get a ton of that on the road in a, in an enclosed <laughs> van sometimes, but uh that and uh been recording almost every day, working on the new record and some guest spot. Ooh. I know.
0: <laughs> very exciting shit going on. Okay. So how was the tour? I mean, aside from not getting very much
2: sleep and all. It was definitely worth uh, the loss of sleep. Uh, every show was insane. I mean, half the tour uh, sold out, which was awesome. Um, and everybody on that tour was a super cool dude. Awesome to hang out with. Um, couldn't ask for a better lineup as well. So it was a great time. I think every every single person minus our driver got sick, though, at one point or another. But we all kind of pushed through it. So. Oh, shit. Did that have any kind of impact on
0: you performing?
2: Uh, a little bit, but uh, I pushed through it. Uh, it was more kind of in an endurance thing, and right. I was kind of just sweating out, being sick most of the time, and not as many, not as many like headbangs and things like that. But I don't think it affected me too, too much on the vocal side of uh, as it has in the past. Being sick during winter.
1: Oh jeez, I I haven't been sick in fucking years. Like I I forget what it feels like to be sick.
0: All right, okay. weird flex, but okay. I'm
1: sorry, but then somebody somebody <laughs> came up with, with sick, and I was like, man, you know what? I haven't been sick in a while. Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> I was I was downing bull like it was candy um throughout this last winter. So I empathize. I empathize. Um so. How you wanna tell me how the how the band formed and how um Brand of Ice a brand of sacrifice rather <laughs> uh kind of
2: came together? <laughs> um to be honest, originally this was supposed to be just a, a one-off side project with maybe an EP. Um Leo and I, um yeah, the other the guitar slash composer. We've been writing music together in, in our old band uh, the afterimage for some time and that was the main project um and we just kind of wanted to write something heavy and kind of get out of that realm for a little while and i always had an idea to do like a like kind of like a technical slamming deathcore influenced band since like 2013 so it's something i always wanted to do and it just happened to kind of coincide with this uh, deathcore resurgence with uh, some slam influence, I guess you could say now nowadays, which is kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, it's weird because
0: there's so much slam in deathcore. There's so much black in deathcore now. There's right. deathcore is better than it's ever
2: been, in my opinion. I'd say so too. There's a lot of great kind of yeah. I like to call them new age deathcore bands. That's kind of been the, the the theme I've been going with, but yeah. So essentially, this was something that wasn't meant to be a real band and i mean even the way that the songs were written weren't ideal uh like sometimes certain songs on that first ep have three tuning changes in the song uh, at a time which is not ideal in a live setting but we make so it how
0: right. do you guys make that work then if you don't mind me asking
2: we, we uh we have like automation through our session which does pitch changes for the guitar oh, okay. so because uh, you guys are running what? kempers right Running in campers, yeah. That's the way
0: to do it, man. It really is so much smarter. So anybody that hates on not having like real or what they would call real gears, it's kind of obnoxious, to be honest. But I still respect the old stuff because that shit takes more, uh, maybe not more talent, but definitely a lot of talent
2: and practice to to figure out. Definitely above my knowledge. You could <laughs> definitely do it with, with kind of standard gear if you had um, a pitch shift pedal. But this way is a little bit easier. My guitarist does not have to focus on tapping things with his feet, and he can just kind of continue playing the song. But uh, it works better, I think, for what we're doing.
1: I mean, it sounds better, so he doesn't really have to worry about anything. It just does on its own. Like honestly, I think that's the way to go.
2: We thought so too. And it's awesome. It, the other thing is, you'd have to kind of dial in that pedal a few times, which is oh, yeah. doable because certain songs have changes in them so it's not really the idea that we'd have to kind of transpose the songs for just two tunings instead of three hmm.
0: what's uh what's the tuning for the newest record god hand Is that like
2: drop a or something it's uh g sharp i believe for the for the most part but then it goes to f at times uh just double drop d um there's some tunings that i don't even know what they are because they're so low. Uh, I'm not the guitar player, so I can't really comment too much <laughs> on it. But that's what I've been told. <laughs> I've
0: been I've been fucking around with uh, Cabal Eight for um just for doing trap metal type shit, and that shit goes double drop E. And I didn't even know that that was a thing until I bought the program. I was like, what the hell? How is that even possible? <sighs> It's but where there's a will, man, there's a fucking way. Especially with metal now, that's right. Insane.
1: Oh my god! I just admit immediately. I thought. I thought of you can't drop double E. Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Not with that attitude. Oh
0: man. Um. So I uh, I discovered this today, and I thought it was really interesting because. Oh my um,
1: god! This <laughs> this are you. If it's the thing that you're that you're gonna talk about Pat. no, 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 no. it's actually oh,
0: okay. it's actually totally different. i'll I'll okay. let you bring that up after this. Um, okay. so I was going through um your guys's discography on my way home today and I noticed something that stood out to me, all right. on God hand, there's a song called after image. um and it's yeah, really great. somber. it's so I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that
2: because I, I on all the interviews I've heard, I haven't heard it mentioned. um, so. We think that song's kind of funny because it's, uh, it kind of sounds like you're killing something. Oh. <laughs> so that's kind of the, the idea behind it. Uh, so it's kind of like the death of the, the old and moving on with the new.
1: Oh, I kind of like that.
2: So that like, answers the
0: question of if there will ever be more music from the After Image. Most likely not. Hey, I I definitely understand. I mean, the gent shit was cool. It really was. And is it true you did the cleans on that shit too? I did, yes. That's that's fucking impressive. I'm I'm sorry. I have to at least yeah, just say applaud. that. Yeah. <laughs> <Applaud.
1: laughs> Round of applause right there. Um, I definitely want to talk about um Pet Pet definitely <laughs> pet sent me this uh this morning. Um it was <laughs> What is up with you in calling pizza places? <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. I I found this on a whim, all right, and
2: I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) I just. We had a couple calls like that, uh, try to make our. Instead of just kind of, you know, throwing our songs over some type of funny video, we kind of wanted to make some memeable content that was
1: original. So.
2: It was just. It was so funny.
1: Oh, my God. I just loved how fucking angry both of those people got i mean
0: they, they literally got so pissed is that like a local coffee
2: or a pizza shop to you yeah it's local <laughs> to my area it's, it's one of the bigger chains i don't want to put it out there no yeah, yeah you know i figured I it was censored out for a
0: reason um because <laughs> i personally i would only ever do that to a pizza shop that has wronged me <laughs> just i feel like that would be a great way to just fuck with them and feel like i got mine afterwards but absolutely
1: but it was Still. just, it was just so funny. Like the manager was probably the greatest part. Like the manager oh, yeah. was probably the greatest part of. Stop, go, 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 go. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, this woman's gonna go in a mental asylum.
2: <laughs> There's also a second one, actually. There's a Best Buy one as
1: well. Oh no, I have to watch that then. <laughs>
0: well, my question related to that was, how did that find its way onto Unique uh, Leader
2: um, YouTube channel? Was that something? like pre-planned um we just kind of showed them the video before we released it and they thought it was hilarious so they asked if we could put it on their uh their channel as well so shit well that's that's great for you guys then <laughs>
1: it's it's so good dude like it's so it, it's very original and i love it <laughs> i just love it yeah, I just love your fucking um, avatar when you when you did when you did your harsh vocals. It was so funny. I just love how you pop up and then the manager pops up. You pop up and the manager pops up. It's fucking hilarious.
2: That stuff is all uh, Leo and the video editing. He's pretty good at that That type oh of stuff.
1: Oh, my so. God. Especially, I think my favorite part of that whole video was like, Give me cheesy bread to make my bitch thicker. Or something along those lines. I fucking <laughs> lost my mind. I didn't even catch that. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> A lot of that stuff is kind of like freestyled on the spot, too. It's not something I like come up with. It just kind of happens.
0: Oh, no. Like, that can't. You can't be write
2: just... that shit. No. You just can't.
0: <laughs> that, that shit can't be pre written because you'd sit there and overanalyze that and be like, no, I have to say it this way.
1: Yeah.
2: <sighs> Man, that was fucking great.
1: Um, <laughs> glad
2: you guys enjoyed that. So, oh, it definitely. Um,
0: you say you're you're working on the new record. Is it um is it going to kind of uh fall in line with what we expect from Brand of Sacrifice, or can we um expect
2: to hear something new? There's gonna be some new things, that's for sure. Um we're trying to streamline the sound a bit more and I don't mean that like we're gonna become butt rock or something like that or dad rock. No, we're not doing anything like that. It's still gonna be extremely heavy. Just as heavier, heavier than than Godhan. But um, challenge accepted <laughs> but we're uh we're just trying to i think we kind of did that a little bit with uh you know songs like charlotte and fortress where there were uh kind of hooks in a way and certain parts that returned with chants and things like that we're gonna have more things like that going on in the album uh so it's a little more digestible to a, a wider audience but we're not going to sacrifice heaviness or or anything Fun like that. We're, and we're still gonna <laughs> we're still gonna um <laughs> definitely try and take the listener for a ride at times because i think that's something that we think is important for our music is kind of having the unexpected uh parts in our songs taking the listener to somewhere where they didn't think it was gonna uh a riff was gonna come up or a certain synth part or something like that
0: if that makes I, sense i definitely think that you guys have pretty much nailed that on both yeah. your last big releases um. So I I am very confident that we can expect a quite a wild ride on the next one. Um, now, I've heard you guys talk about how the band name was formed and it's inspired by an anime, one that's not very popular, the Berserk anime.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, it it is pretty popular. I would I would argue that. Uh, okay. But not the newest one. The newest one, people weren't happy with too, that with uh, with that series. Um, uh, it was animated by a studio who had done one kind of cutesy anime and not in the hands of, you know, like one of the, some of the larger studios that deal with right. anime, but, uh, the nineties anime is, is a classic. Um, maybe that's the one that I need to find because I, when I originally watched it,
0: this was after we had our interview with LaCrexia. And if you haven't heard of them, they'd be a great, uh, band for you guys to tour with. They're a small band in California. I'm sure they I know appreciate this plug. Well
2: oh, sweet. That's awesome. Talked to Jackie uh, a lot, actually. So. That's awesome. Red yeah.
1: a while. Jackie's a sweetheart. She's awesome.
0: Definitely. Um, but when um, she had mentioned that, I went and I found the Netflix uh, one, so that's probably not the one you're talking about. If you're talking about a 90s anime, then I would expect something more of a different animation style because the one that I found looked like um, kind of like video game uh, cutscene-type animation. Like the third movie was sick, and that was the one that I definitely appreciated the most because it gets so fucking bonkers. But yeah, um, I was wondering what other animes uh, you and the guys are really into.
2: Um, I'm into some older stuff. Like my, one of my other favorite animes is Fist of the North Star, which is definitely not as deep uh, of an anime. It's just, it's a fun ride. I like uh, Trigun as well um some newer stuff uh hunter x hunter um i recently started watching demon slayer um yeah,
0: how I, I, do you like demon the... slayer because i've i've had a hard time actually trying to get into that
2: it's been decent so far i'm only a few episodes in so i can't really comment too much on it mm. um i need to i'll give it a chance get, get deeper but i i've heard it's one of the best kind of newer age animes right now at least for the last couple of years lately i've been
0: watching seraph of the end i think i'm saying that right i don't know um it, your, your basic uh vampire anime um okay. it's it's 24 episodes i'm only on episode i'm on episode 22 i'm about to be done with it um so i'm stoked to check out something else i was hoping you'd tell me what uh, what i should watch
2: next i mean that's a good one to go with uh I guess I've been kind of going back to old movies as well. Like, I watched Perfect Blue recently, um, Akira, things like that. I've, I've kind of been into that kind of old 80s, 90s anime aesthetic lately. Mm. So.
0: I was I was a really big fan of Yu Yu Hakusho. I don't know if that was one of the ones on your list or not. I haven't watched that one yet. It's definitely on my list, though. It's a good anime. It's a good anime. So... uh bringing this back to music really quick. Do you have any tips for any like aspiring uh, musicians or anybody that's uh kind of up and coming at the moment? Cause you guys have seen tremendous growth, I would say in
2: 2019. So yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the, just from the get go really focus on the songs themselves. Production is very important. Um, we we obviously mix ourselves. Many people might not know that. Actually, we we mix ourselves and we master ourselves and uh, track everything all ourselves. But that's been years of grinding to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, D- right. We're we're big on DIY, but if if you don't have the skills to do that, I would recommend putting the money into going to a good studio or someone that you know that has a a good setup and and a good good mix. So that's going to be part of the key to success good songwriting and and good production uh and then after that um online presence is super important you don't even necessarily have to start grinding out local shows and things like that we actually didn't even play our hometown uh to start we our first show ever was in new jersey of all places and we're a canadian band Uh, that's interesting that you crossed borders for your first show as brand of sacrifice yeah, so you don't necessarily have to go the standard route of playing a ton of local shows and hoping to gain a fan base there selling tickets and things like that and then hoping that someone will check out your band and you can expand and do a smaller tour. You don't have to necessarily do that anymore. Um, key is online reach, good recordings, yeah. good songs, and understanding your target demographic. See, that's part of why we decided to make that original content with the the calls and things like that. Yeah, it helps yeah. it helps engage your audience more aside from just the music. Yeah, so, cuz
1: the internet is a big thing now. A huge thing now.
2: People respond to memes. That's kind of how <laughs> the world operates these days to a degree. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: I uh I don't think we would have secured some of the interviews we have secured if I wasn't doing my Ritualistic three memes a day. <laughs>
2: it helps. I mean, it especially, does, uh, especially if, it, if it's good content and people respond to it and they'll they'll come back for more. So that's kind of what helped uh, kickstart the band, at least when someone created a meme uh, that was kind of Pentecostal churchgoers, uh, kind of dancing in the spirit and flopping around and things like that with yeah. clips. And that that gained, gained like I don't know five to ten k Facebook uh, followers and likes with over a, a period of time just from that video alone. Um, so it goes to show, um, memes are, are huge. But if you don't have the content there to begin with, people aren't going to respond. Mm. So, yeah, combination of the two. So um, so anybody listening who hasn't finished their songs, get it. <laughs>
1: Seriously. Yeah cuz um, not right now right now we're doing this little thing on our Instagram right now of trying to call out everybody that that we've interviewed plus maybe some different people to do a stupid thing that I did this morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's um it's basically the shrek uh somebody once told me a world was going to harm me but do like kind of their own harsh vocal wise um <laughs> so far so far, um,
0: like tag your it kind of thing,
1: yeah. Um, definitely, uh, definitely check that out, guys, because uh, Pat did his, I did mine first, and I uh, we we pretty much called out uh, the vocalist from uh, the
0: Ho- Hopeful Furnace, Hopeful Furnace,
1: uh,
0: and um, help drop out, drop out Kings seen. with
1: with Adam, okay. Uh... Nikolai with the, uh, yeah Nikolai with hopewell Furnace and Andrew Patterson with All Hell fo- or Hell Followed with,
2: yeah, yeah. good guy.
1: Oh, he's fantastic! <laughs> I love that man. He's awesome.
0: Yeah, we literally can't say enough good things about all three of them. Really. Yeah. So you, uh, you've mentioned, or I believe you've mentioned in, in an interview before that you prefer the. Um, the self-producing and the
2: recording from home route as opposed to going to a studio. Yeah, that's, uh, that's been the way for us. And we did that for our EP and for our full length and, uh, the one coming up will also be self-produced as well. Was that what it was like in the after image or, um, the last record was, uh, and that was not done by, by Leo. We had a different guy in the band, that was kind of writing and producing the music. Uh, mm-hmm. That was his first time kind of really mixing songs commercially, and I think it kind of shows in some ways. Uh, but it's something that we kind of worked really hard on uh, with Brand of Sacrifice to make sure that it was uh, kind of up to snuff with other commercial releases. So we, uh, we really uh, went through a lot of different types of mixes, especially for God Hand before we kind of were set on the the final one that you hear on the album okay.
0: was it intended to be the uh the name of the record sorry was was god hand intended to be the uh the title track
2: yeah uh that I kind of had the name of the album before I even started writing any lyrics I just I saw that phrase and I was like okay this is the this is the one and i just started writing the entire record kind of based around the god hand which are a group of uh kind of higher demons in in the berserk series you don't really see them too much in the the movies or in the 90s anime it's kind of something that happens more later but you Mm -hmm. get glimpses of them uh, in the movies in the Mm -hmm. 90s as well that's when i feel like it really starts to pick up but of course
0: I saw that Netflix movie, so i still got a lot more to dive into now.
2: I'd say for Berserk, um, the 90s is the best iteration because it gets the deepest with the character building. But it's the same story that the movies was um, up to the eclipse. But there's so much more in the manga. So I'd recommend reading the manga over either of those. But it's good to start, at least. Yeah. Uh, some people, I know, they don't want to commit to an entire series, so the movies are a good way to jump into it and understand what's going on, and then you go to the manga from there. That's I what know. I did with The Walking Dead, to be honest, but... okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I kind of did that with Naruto, I'm not even going to lie to you. That's how I got into that. Okay.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, it is, uh, it is almost nearing that time where I have to head to work. So, um, honestly, I've, I've been super appreciative just to uh, have the time with you. So, again, thank you for taking the time out of your day to come and do this interview with us. Um, is there anybody that you want to thank or anybody um, in
2: particular you want to shout out really quick? Um, I just want to thank everyone that uh, has been supporting the band thus far. Um we find it really humbling and we really appreciate the kind of rapid growth we're seeing. And it wouldn't be possible without the support of, you know, the fans and supporters of the band. So I just want to thank you to everyone that's, uh, you know, given boss the time of day. Uh, also want to shout out uh, bravado spices. Uh, they're a, a hot sauce company. They recently got a few of their hot sauces on that show. Uh, hot ones.
1: Oh yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, they, they support Brand of Sacrifice a lot, so I want to shout them out. That's sick.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. That's pretty dope. I didn't realize. And I've watched that show before, and I didn't even realize that.
2: So maybe
0: we should get a um, a Brand of Sacrifice type of hot sauce. That would be fucking dope. Just saying. That'd be, awesome. Just saying. <laughs> that'd be lit. <laughs> that'd be pretty spicy. I fucking hate I you.
1: That
2: <laughs> 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 I'd pick it up. <laughs> awesome. Um, anything
1: else before we head out?
2: That, that's about it for me. I appreciate you guys having me on the show.
1: Uh, awesome. we, we appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you.
0: All right. That was Kyle Anderson with Brandon of Sacrifice. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. As always, check out the Instagram. We have three daily memes a day if you need that cheap laugh. We got you. We've got you.
1: <laughs> we got you. And
0: uh, make sure you're uh, following us, on, of course, on the Instagram. Check out the YouTube channel because that's where we make sure that you can see all of our interviewees. Um I didn't ask why, but uh, you won't be seeing Kyle on this interview. Um, you'll just be hearing him, which, oh, well, no biggie, no stress, no sweat. Um, but thanks, guys, for tuning in. Uh, hit that freaking bell. It's hit it. right around here somewhere. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Spank it. Give it a good old spanking. Um, and stick around. We've got a lot more great, juicy content. We actually just wrapped up an episode not too long ago, so stick around. Yes, yeah. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.